If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. To everyone in the sports universe, it is August the 9th, oh, good Lord, that was last week, August the 22nd, 2022. This is AM Drive on our Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Good morning. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. Aaron, how was your weekend in Vegas, man? My weekend was good. It was low-key. Uh, I didn't really do anything, so sometimes it's not the worst thing in the world, but I kind of like your August 9th thing here. I wouldn't mind going back in time. And I've been on vacation for a while, so I think August 9th would have put me back on vacation. So I like your thinking. That is true, but I wouldn't have had a coach. I, I would have had to have Sammy again. That's not a bad thing, but it's, it's not it's not the A of the AM drive, you know? That's true. There would be like SM drive, and that's – a lot of people know that S and M is uh, a little too kinky for the morning. So. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Speaking of weekends, well, we'll get to that. Um, we are presented by our YouTube AM Drive with Mike and Aaron. Search it up for the best image in one place. If you want to find the shop, go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the Our Shop logo since it is on there as well. I find mm-hmm. you get an email back and you'll never get what the email said. Uh, oh, I don't know. Go ahead. The email said, we're sorry we never got back to you. We're still working on it. No, no, I, I appreciate you, Carlos. I really let me tell you, thank you so much, man. <laughs> you guys are wonderful. So that's why we don't have a direct link, but MikeAndAaronDrive.com, you still can buy the merchandise, and Aaron found that out for us. So thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, you can still get all of our awesome merchandise. Please still support the show. It's just you can't go to AM Drive online for whatever reason right now. But like you said, MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click the R Store tab, and there it is. Yeah, there it is. There's something else on there, too, you added, by the way, you didn't really tell me about. So explain that for us. Okay, so uh, obviously the NFL season and fantasy football is upon us here very soon. Actually, your draft should be happening this week. Uh, uh, With that note, you want to sign up for Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. Uh, Please make sure you go through MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that Yahoo Fantasy Football tab so that uh, it helps out the channel. If you sign up for a fantasy football team through that link, it helps out the AM Drive tremendously. So if you were going to play some fantasy football anyways, which, I mean, who doesn't nowadays, uh, do it through the Mike and Aaron Drive uh, route. We appreciate it. So, yeah, so check that out. Um, Yahoo Fantasy Football. It's all getting ready to be real big real soon. It's also a lot better. Like I actually signed up for that. I'm going to do it again. Do my through a different email. I have to like burner accounts, obviously, but I'm, I'm going to do that because that might be our best promotional link we've ever had. Because you don't have to buy anything; it's just fantasy football in your face. Come on now, love it. Yeah, and you're going to do it anyways. And Yahoo's, if not the biggest, one of the biggest uh, providers of fantasy football awesomeness that uh, that exists out there. It's gotten better. Let's get into it. Um, best and worst of the weekend, as always. Aaron, I'm excited to hear your worst. 
So my worst of the weekend is uh, comes from Tampa. I know there's a lot of things going on in Tampa right now. Uh, another Buccaneer lineman lost. This one for the season, guard Aaron Stinney, who was projected to be the starting left guard on this offensive line that seems to be falling apart, is going to miss the season with a torn ACL and MCL. Uh, it's just not looking good for uh, Brady and company at this point when we have Alex Kappa gone to free agency, Ryan Jensen gone for what they believe is half the season. And Tristan Wirfs just continuously gets hurt as well. So this is a bad start for, for Tampa Bay and potentially maybe a spot where you can bet New Orleans to win the division. Um, I, I believe um, they may have a guy retire too. Did you guys have like an offensive oh, line yeah. retire early? Ali Marpet. Yeah, Ali Marpet retired. Yeah, that's that's the position that this guy was supposed to take. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Um, my worst is um, really social media once again. But um, it's WNBA player Shea Petty, a good defender for the Phoenix Mercury. You know, I don't know what you're saying. WNBA, oh, this is horrible. It's like, just like stupid. No. Well, she got mocked on social media after she was carted off the floor. And Aaron, you know what the injury ended up being after people mocked her to death? She tore her Achilles. That's worse than the ACL, by the way. The Achilles is like the thing they didn't know if Kevin Durant was going to be full form back from. Because it's it's what athletes use to jump and run and stop and start. It's this injury you do not want to have in sports besides a bad back. And she tore her Achilles. It's sickening. The social media is so bent on calling the league boring, which it's up 18%, but what do I know? Um, they're so content on calling it boring, they even mock a WNBA player who tore Achilles. I don't care what you think of the league, that to me is when it stops. You wouldn't, if, if you don't like Little League World Series or bowling, I'll see you guys going out of your way to comment on that. And especially if they tore their ACL doing what they love. So I don't understand it. Social media is, continues to be a cesspool of terribleness. There's another example why. Yeah, no, I I 100% agree with you, and I think that's an interesting take on picking on women just to the fact that they're women and they're playing a sport. Um, not that I agree with this. I, 100% I disagree with it, but I think the reason they a lot of people pick on them is because of the protesting and because of the equal pay, equal rights thing. I I sit on a side that I, I don't necessarily agree, that we might necessarily agree but I'm not going to be out there being a keyboard warrior, picking on people for getting hurt. I mean, that's just absolutely disgusting and gross. And people should be ashamed of themselves. But that's the that's the problem we have in this world. And uh, Mike Tyson said it best. You know, everybody has got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And these guys don't get punched in the mouth for, you know, writing the things they write on social media. And you're right. It's absolutely disgusting. And it doesn't happen in you know, other weird sports or other, you know, sports that are that are played by men, even the Little League World Series. So just gross. Well, Aaron, after you're doing yawning, I'm going to try to make this work. Um, So yeah, we're no, saving this moment for our best of the weekend, Aaron. My best of the weekend comes from Rory McIlroy. You know, it's, mm. uh, you know, he doesn't do a lot of positive things, uh, you know, successfully right now. He's, he's having a tough time playing golf, but um, 
I don't know if you saw this. There was a remote control ball that made its way onto the green where Rory was uh, at the uh, BMW Championship, and he started to kind of laugh it off, but then realized it was a little bit ridiculous, and then chucks the ball into the water. I thought it was fantastic, and the whole crowd <laughs> cheers. So the whole crowd thought it was fantastic as well. So, um, yeah, kudos on Rory for kind of uh, keeping an you know an even keel head. He really, if he had freaked out about that, could have really gone really sour for him. Uh, but he kept a level head. He got the attention of, of of the crowd that was there, and obviously it went viral. But uh, you know, like I said, uh, between all the stuff that's happened with Live Golf getting in the head of this big meeting mm-hmm. this week, it it was kind of a nice to have a little comedic relief to uh, to the to the match uh, this weekend at BMW, which of course. Patrick Cantlay took down again, and he might be, I think he's, I might be number one or number two in the FedEx Cup standings. Um, so that's going to be a four championship next weekend. I know there was only 68 players, but once again, I look at the top of the leaderboard and guess who was up there again? John Rahm, Roy McElroy, Shane Lowry, Sun JM was kind of low, but still top 15. Xander Shoffley, Scotty Scheffler, Adam Scott, and of course, Patrick Cantlay won. I love it when like the the big golfers do well because it makes Liv look stupid because they're the ones that have all the good golfers right now. But it's nice. Just I, I'm not saying I don't like seeing no names up there, but it's nice when guys like Patrick Cantlay and Shoffley and Scotty Scheffler can all contend for a win. That was pretty cool. That was my. Well, third it's funny match, that though. it's funny that you mentioned it because it sounded like coming out of that meeting was. Uh, some no cut tournaments, some twenty million dollar prize pools. So live golf is in their head, man. Live golf, live golf is definitely in their head. Live golf is not to be taken lightly, and I think they realize that now. Um, okay. I mean, I, I think they realized that the whole time, but they thought, you know, you know, taking cheap shots at them was the best way to go, which one hundred percent disagree. Fifty four um live podcast wanted this to be the end goal, like them benefiting. From what Live Golf has done, it seems like that might be a step in the right direction by getting the big prize pools in one place. A good idea. My best of the yeah, weekend. On board. Right. My best of the weekend is Udonis Haslam. This might sound like a worse, but it's not. He returned to the Miami Heat for his one going to be his 20th season if he suits up just one game for one second, which I hope they do that. I hope I hope injuries aside. Because the only way this guy's getting a roster spot or, or, or playing is if our fifth rotational center goes down, okay? But if UD plays one second this year, it'll be the 20th season, which will match Kobe and Dirk, who both played 20 years with one franchise. I don't know if you noticed, but those guys are pretty um, pretty big names. Obviously, Udonis has them as the outfit in the room in that discussion of talent. But make no mistake, loyalty in sports is hard to come by. And I'm so proud as a Miami Heat fan. You can throw the jokes out there, but Udonis has them stealing checks. I don't care. We have the money. We're good. Shout out UD for playing for the love of the game at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say on this. He's been, yeah, he's <laughs> he's been in, in Miami for as long as I can remember, for as long as I was covering basketball. And uh, Florida. Yeah, I mean, lo- loyalty is a two-way street, let's be honest. I don't know if, if he gets released by the Heat or let the Heat walk, let him walk. He's getting picked up by anybody else. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to see, you know, a guy like that still holding on. I mean, how much did he play last year? Like two, three minutes a game? Maybe. 
I don't, even, I don't even know if it was – I think that was two or three minutes the entire season. I don't think he gets time like that. Yeah, I uh, I mean, as long as Miami's cool with it, him having a roster spot over, you know, somebody who could help the team, no offense, but, hey, whatever. It's their it's their decision, not mine. I mean, that could be a mm-hmm. Kyle Guy roster spot right there. Oh, don't tell me that because then I'm going to have to – oh, don't do that to me. Don't do that. Just That's saying. Just saying. Pal. Okay. Well, um, my best of the weekend low-key – when I sent this last night was going to be this, but I thought let's make an entire comp, entire um topic here. Um, Kamaru Usman was fifteen and zero in the UFC. Credit to Aaron with the stats there. Um, Kamaru Usman was untouchable. He had never lost, much less been KO'd, and that was the case in this fight until with fifty eight seconds left. Leon Edwards, the plus 275 underdog. That's almost three to one. Well, at least in my eyes, it's almost, but you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, he decided to fake a right hook, lift his left leg to the head of Kamar Usman, and because Kamar Usman was trying to duck the hook, you guessed it, went right into that foot. And as the commentator said, we were writing his obituary for Leon Edwards. I believe the last thing the commentator said was he's not cut from that cloth of moral victories. <laughs> and lo and behold, he definitely was not. That was a great line for that moment. And man, you could not have scripted anything better than that. Because he looked gassed. People were saying that he wasn't giving eye contact to his trainer. Aaron, I'll I'll be honest, this was more. This made me have a top five list for tomorrow, but I'm just going to say this is one of my best moments I've ever seen in sports history. This was one of those things you're glad you watched. Um, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, and I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I watched the the clip you sent me of this, and it's an absolutely incredible kick, and it, you know, it shocked everybody, like you said. I mean, I think it was John Onik who said, you know, we were writing his obituary now because – he was getting dominated in the fight, thoroughly dominated. Uh, is it the greatest knockout in all time? I don't know. I, I, I think because of the undefeated streak, and it's probably up there. It's probably top five for me. It's Holly Holm beating Ronda Rousey. Uh, that was good. As far that was as, early, wasn't as far it? As knocking that, was, her up. that was early in the yeah, fight. I think it was round one. Yeah, I think it was round yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was a good one. Uh, I also think Chris Weidman knocking out Spider Silva was one of the best. Um, and Ronda Rousey thing because she was dom- She was better than I think Usman was at what by her level of dominance. So that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, there's the Spider Silva versus Chel Sonnen, where Chel Sonnen probably would have had the fight of his career uh, against Spider Silva. It was dominating Spider Silva, and then out of nowhere, uh, Silva choked him out. It's not a knockout, but it's a pretty damn impressive thing because it looked like Spider Silva was going down, and he said, "Not." Uh, those are just off the top of my head, um, but yeah, it's probably up there, top five, incredible. Uh, these guys who 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 this happens to, like the Usmans, the Ronda Rouseys of the world, like they never seem to get right after this. You know, I'm not saying Usman won't, and I, I, and I'm not saying that it didn't look like he was prepared, just. You know, sometimes this happens, you know, like you just your guards down for just a minute. But, yeah, you're right. He's 35. And um, this this could be it for him. And that's unfortunate. But, you know, like like we look at another guy who's possibly 
you know, in that realm is Israel Adesanya. I mean, if he got knocked out in the next fight, I think it would be a little bit of a shocker as well, too. So, uh, yeah, probably top five just because of how badly he was down in this fight. And like you said, he kind of threw up a Hail Mary and it worked. And I, 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 my immediate tweet was, I've seen 28-3 to 3 Super Bowl. I've seen Patriot. Oh, I'll say it again. I've seen Ray Allen's three-pointer. I've seen Cubs win the World Series. I have this is out there in terms of just pure shock factor. Ray Allen's three going straight into the like just swishing it. But they still had to play in overtime in a game seven. Well, right. what I witnessed, this is like up there about this. What? Like I was I couldn't believe it. If you look on Twitter immediately, my Twitter and Snapchat went ballistic. They're like, they're, they're, what just happened? <laughs> they were shocked. It was absolutely, and um, like I said, you know, this is this is the second uh, fight that these two have, have had. So I think a trilogy comes, and mm-hmm. I think ultimately Usman probably gets him if it's if it's like super close to this one. Uh, but you know what? It's it's you know he'll you'll never take this away from Leon Edwards, and I don't know what's next for Edwards, but um, you can't ever take this away from him. So congratulations, bicycle the cap to you. Vice Golf Club, how the Vice Golf look? Go to MikeAndAndrew.com. You're welcome. Um, when we come back, we're talking NFL preseason headlines. There's quite a bit of things to get to, including Kenny Pickett's, um, Tom Brady, Kayvon Thibodeau's injury. There's a lot to get to there. Also, a new game. We cannot wait to introduce that next. It's AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Don't go anywhere. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the Vice Golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a Pro Plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. All right, and welcome back here to the AM Drive on this Monday edition. And we are presented by Fanatics. 
It's very simple. If you want the best in memorabilia, apparel, autograph stuff, anything you can think of sports related, you want the best of it, you got to go to Fanatics. But first, before you go to Fanatics, you have to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what? Click the F. Click the F. You'll notice when you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, it even says it. Click the F. I love it. We can't make it any easier for you. You go in there. You click the F. You shop till you drop. Christmas is coming up. The start of the football season is coming up. So many things going on. They've got deals every day. Today's deal for, I think, the rest of the day is 70% off. And they have free shipping deals. They have other big, big discount deals. Clearance all the time. They have clearance all the time. But if you want the best in sports apparel, memorabilia, and merchandise, you got to make sure you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Click that Fanatics logo and shop until you drop because when you do, it helps out the AM drive tremendously. And for that, oh, Monday Morning Blues, we thank you. Who you got it way ahead of me again? It must be felt like it must be. Like, I'm like way ahead of you, so I don't know if it's like the delay or oh, what it is. So sickening. Are you thinking that you're close to me or? I'm that was literally like boom, like when I just heard that. Okay, I wonder <laughs> on the playback, boom, boom. Yeah, I, I wonder how we're here. We're gonna be talking about it like it's so far off, but it'll be great. I don't know, we'll see. Can't stand you. Um, let's get to this NFL preseason headlines for week two. Um, so Aaron, um, you mentioned this to me. It's funny you brought you, you showed me this Kenny Pickett graphic of his completions compared to attempts the first two games. With the yards and the touchdowns and no interceptions, because he copied Sam Ellinger's graphic. Like I'm, I'm no, no. To be fair, Kenny Pickett has looked incredible. Trubisky hasn't been bad. Kenny Pickett has just looked like he's ready to play. He does, and again, it's preseason, and you know you don't want to get too you know hyped yeah. up about uh, you know second and third string you know time here and, and all this yeah, situation because. Uh, you know, but he looked, he looks the best. I mean, theoretically uh, of the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterbacks, I mean, Mason Rudolph did go 17 of 21 for 127 and a touchdown, but I don't know if anybody really believes that. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if anybody believes Mason Rudolph is getting the starting job. I feel like, I feel like Kenny Pickett's probably moved up to number two at this point. And again, that's not crowning him or or ready to make him the second coming, but you know, (laughs) Mitch Trubisky better watch out. I think it's 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 could be real quick here. Uh, we'll see what kind of divvy up they do in the third preseason game. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on here. How many um times have you heard people say just let the rookie rest an entire year and it like never happens? They always end there by like week ten. You can almost guarantee they've already started a game. <laughs> well, see the problem is is that you know back in the day coaches used to get you know, five years to kind of figure out what's going on with their franchise. And right. now I mean, you see, you're seeing coaches fired after one. You're seeing coaches fired after, you know, two. I mean, I know that Mike Tomlin's probably not going to be fired. I mean, it's like probably less than 5% chance he'd be fired after this year for any reason. But right. I mean, I don't, I think you're in a, you're in an incredibly competitive division with the three teams that you also have. I mean, I know Deshaun Watson's out for 11 weeks, but, I mean, to me, it's like lumps. And even if you're not competitive this year, the kids gonna the, the kids gonna get take some awesome lumps by playing in this division and playing. I mean, he's they're a playoff team from last year, so they're gonna play a little bit tougher of a schedule than if they were a you know a, a dumpster fire last year. So 
I think it's the I think it's a smart play. I mean, you may you may compete. I mean, if you get the top of the spectrum, you compete, and now he's a rookie sensation. And if you get the bottom of the spectrum, he's just taking his lumps, and you're like five and twelve, no big deal. That's a good point. Um, other guys who I know we haven't seen a lot of Drew Locke, and apparently he's got COVID, but he's going to play Correct. quotes a lot on Friday. So that should be Correct. fun to see how where he's at. Other young quarterbacks, um, Matt Corral. Not yeah. that he was going to play because he was horrible, um, which I was not expecting that like he was just bad. But now he's got a foot injury and he's out for the entire season, so you can put a cap on that one. Um, let's talk some Tom Brady, though. Um, Todd Bowles was kind of skeptical last time they talked to him, and this time Tom Brady is coming back early this week. So assuming by Wednesday he'll be back, which means week one is a go. All panics down. Um, what is your thought on Tom Brady coming back this early? Should be good for a busted offensive line. I mean, they're going to have to get, you know, together now at this point. I mean, 60% of his offensive line is new from last year, and Tristan Wirfs is in and out. So, um, I don't know. I mean, there's speculation now that, like, Tom Brady was filming The Masked Singer. Like, I mean, if that's true, I mean, I don't know. That's pretty weird to me, but uh, I, I don't really know what to say with it. Like, you you can't you can't just think the sky is falling at this point because Tom Brady has found ways to make inferior teammates better. Now, offensive linemen, I don't think we've ever really had to deal with this. When, when they did have inferior linemen problems uh, in, in New England, it really showed. I mean, they're absolutely atrocious. So this is one of the big things that, for me, it's going to be tough for Tom Brady. I mean, he's 45. He doesn't move phenomenally. We know that. That's well documented. Um, I, I don't know if coming back earlier than he's scheduled to is really going to make a world of difference, but I do like the fact that he is going to try to get involved and get in, in, uh, integrated with what really is a new offensive line. And they have, what, three weeks to get it done, two, three weeks to get it done. So um, I think we'll be okay. Uh, but I I don't feel the greatest about uh, Tampa right now with basically revamping an offensive line midway through the preseason. So I know you, you're salivating at this. Tom Brady's a, a dead man by week seven. Put him in a casket. I get it. I cannot I, – I was always on my toes ever since you said, for me, Tom Brady's not the GOAT anymore. I just – I can never live that down. Because you got me so good on that. I'm just waiting for you to say that again so I can be on my toes. Yeah, I mean, look at it this way. Like, so if Tom Brady, they go like, I don't know, 10 and 7, 9 and 8, say they make a wild card and they get bounced because the offensive line just never gets right. Like, Tom doesn't get Tom doesn't get a pass like all your other guys get passes. Well, I mean, according to everyone else, it's like, oh, he's back for 20th season. It's the end all be all. Like, he is a second coming. Well, okay, we'll prove it. Like, prove you can do it without an offensive line, punk. I believe he could have done it easily without an offensive line 15 years ago. I, I believe it a little less yeah, that's now. Fair, you know. <laughs> I mean, he would have been 30 then. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, the, the Titans, though, made him look stupid in that playoff game. The offensive line was trash. But albeit it was a playoff game, so that's fair. Um, I also think that he was kind of mentally just – he had that LeBron, I'm out of here, you know. Right. So, death taxes in the Ravens winning preseason games. But the bigger story of this game was their fourth-round um, tight end, who they always say is going to be 
likely a big part of the offense. <laughs> um, Isaiah likely got eight catches of 100 yards and one half of football. Mark Andrews, are you in shambles right now? They have no uh, short answer. Okay. Short answer, no. <laughs> right, they have like three tight ends probably, by the way this roster looks. But you know what would be cool? What? Is if <clears throat> this Isaiah Likely <laughs> player, uh, you know, develops really quickly. I mean, eight catches for 100 yards, I understand, in the first half. and But if he's able to develop quickly enough that they could create some sort of Hernandez-Gronkowski kind of uh, combination that's almost impossible to stop. Um, Where's Hernandez at now? Uh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Can't imagine he- I can't imagine he went to heaven, but all right. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's 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 the train creeps rolling here. This I understand it's preseason, but nobody else has even come close to this streak. And I don't know if they're, like, thinking about it, or I don't know if it's actually something that, like, goes through their minds. I mean, it's it's cool. It's irrelevant, but it's still cool that, I mean, 20, what is it, 22? 23 games now. Insane. Um, that's still hard to do, even in preseason when you're, you know, not really trying to play for the win. Like, uh, I don't know. But, so yeah, if depth. likely if likely can become a, a solid 1B tight end, look out for the Ravens. They're a team I really like this year, health, you know, health permitting. <laughs> you learned that last year. Um, the Buffalo billionaires dropped what seems like a billion <laughs> – they dropped 42 in the preseason on the Broncos defense, quote unquote. Um, Josh Allen sat in there for like a drive through a touchdown. Also, Patrick Mahomes looked good for the second straight week without Tyreek. <laughs> but that's none of my business. Um, thoughts on the Bills and the Chiefs? I mean, they have looked good, both of them, in the, in the preseason so far. Mahomes and Allen have. Well, yeah, I mean, they. I would say probably in the second preseason game, Mahomes played more than I really expected him to. Yeah. Uh, unless they plan to play him second and third and sit him out the fourth, which is fine also as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, this is what we expected. I, 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 you know, I think the bigger story would be if they didn't perform well in the preseason. So yep. uh, it's not a knock on these guys, but, you know, expectation becomes reality. I mean, 12 of 1,962 and two touchdowns for, for Pat Mahomes. That's what I expect, especially in the preseason. So... Um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's really anything like jaw dropping here at this point. I mean, it's, we saw exactly what we want to see. I mean, Josh Allen, three of three, 45 yards and a touchdown, like get him out of there. You know, that's plenty. Yeah, that's, that one's still a little weird. Is it, is it an injury related thing or what? I doubt it. I'm pretty sure Kyle Shanahan's like, oh crap, got to save him. I think, I think unfortunately. Training camps though. Yeah, but, you know, when we finally saw him against real competition, he looked rough last year. But, again, they've they've seen a lot of what they've seen, and, I mean, they know a lot of what they've seen. And, I mean, there's not really a, a battle that Jimmy G's on the market and Brock Purdy and whoever else is there are not competing for the starting job. So he there's not a battle. So I guess it's fine that he's not, you know, playing. But I don't know. I just feel like, you know, somebody needs to pop him in the – Shoulder pads one time, so we'll probably see him a little more in the next next two weeks. All right, um, Giants. Um, if you thought the new regime changed anything, it didn't. Kayvon Thibodeau, their top pick, hurt his knee. Um, this is the guy who was supposed to be the number one pick of the draft. 
Thought it was like number three or four. What was it? Number three? Five, four. I believe. Ooh. Whatever it was, he got a knee injury and claims I'm good, but I don't trust cocky guys who claim they don't they're not injured. Um it's not a good look. To, to me, like if you have a top ten draft pick, this is like the starting quarterback thing. Like, just don't play him in the preseason, man. Let him get hurt in a real game for crying out loud. Good lord. I mean, yeah, it all sounds great to say, yeah, let him get hurt in a real game, but these guys need NFL speed. And need and they get no offense. Huh? Need no offense. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. No offense. <laughs> But these guys need NFL speed, and that happens, you know, maybe to a smaller degree, but it still happens in preseason. Like, again, we can talk about spacing them out. We can talk about shortening the season. But at the, at the end of the day, the preseason is necessary in this league. And, you know, you get what you get. It sounds like, uh, according to Thibodeau, he's going to be all right. He walked out. He walked home or went home, uh, you know, on his own power. I mean, shoot, at that place, you could probably, I don't know. But, um, you know, he, he walked home. He walked out of the stadium at his own power, and I know I did it again. But the point is, is that I mean, we're not going to know anything until today. And, yeah. uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And let's hope it's not anything super serious. But if you're walking off the field under your own power, I think you're going to be okay. I think. Well, I don't a, know. We'll see. That's a good point. Um, any other preseason stuff here to get to? No, I mean, I think we kind of covered the league there. I know that uh, you you want to talk about your boy Sam Ellinger. Oh, yeah, uh, no, he was incredible. He's the best uh, back in the league right now. <laughs> until until someone signs Colin Kaepernick. Oh, Lord. That, right, that's a good point. Um, rather, you said you get what you give. Don't stop now. You've got a reason to live. Uh, 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 you only get what you give. You know that song. Yeah, the New World Radicals. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have a funny name. The New Radicals, I think. Yeah, no. New Radicals. New yeah, that was, <gasps> whatever it is. Okay. New game, Aaron. This one you um kind of mooched off somebody, but you you coined it. So mystery draft. Tell us what this is and then give me mine. So I saw this. It was a TikTok trend. Um <sighs> oh, I know. Man. I know. I I've Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, so it's a TikTok trend where you're given five random quarterbacks, but you're giving them one at a time, or five random anybody. This one, I guess the trend right now is quarterbacks. You're giving them one at a time, and you have to put them in the rankings without knowing the rest of the quarterbacks who are coming next. So it makes for some funny lists, I guess you could say. So I want to see how well we can do kind of figuring out where a a, a team or a player should be, but not knowing who else is coming after him or her. So um, I'll go ahead and start this mystery draft, and uh, let's see if it doesn't go off the rails, okay? Right. So I'm going to give you a player. In this case, today's uh, mission is quarterbacks. I'm going to give you a quarterback, and you're going to have to put him in the one through five slot rankings, but you don't know who's coming next. So are you ready for the challenge, Mr. Carvelis? Yes, I am. I'm ready to click the F. <laughs> the Fanatics challenge. All right, so my first quarterback that I'm going to give you is Justin Herbert. Two. 
Justin Herbert, too. All right. Well, I think uh, the next quarterback is going to be Joe Burrow. Four. Ooh. Joe Burrow, number four. I like it. All right. My next quarterback here on the list. Dak. Five. You would ask me this before the season started last year. I would have said Dak probably two or three, but yeah, forget it. All right, my so fourth five. quarterback on all right, my fourth quarterback on the list here, Josh Allen. Oh wow! Um, mm. I'm gonna take a gamble. Yeah, I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go one. I'm gonna go Josh Allen one. You should be glad you took that gamble, but uh, my last quarterback here is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, okay. To be fair, I have been a, a critic of Joe Burrow, so I can kind of – I don't want to say I can ever argue that point with current society, but I'm okay if the last three are where they're at. I'm proud of myself. I'll give myself like a, like a B-plus for that. I don't hate. I mean, I don't hate this list. I don't. I don't necessarily one hundred percent agree with it. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think Kirk Cousins goes to five, and everything else slides up. I think that's fair. I mean, I think Ooh. Dak and Joe, Dak and Joe, are kind of interchangeable. But yeah, Josh <laughs> Allen, Justin Herbert. I would say for me in this list, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins. But it's not terribly off. But that's the fun of it. Now, you you probably wouldn't if you had this list in front of you the whole time, wouldn't have put Kirk Cousins number three. No. <laughs> um, I have a good one for you. All right. I'm going to give you Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh. Um, I'm going to light that one first. <laughs> I'm going to put him at three. Good, good idea. Um, <laughs> Davis Mills. That's easy. Mm, I like Davis Mills, but like putting him at four really scares me. <laughs> uh, let's just put him at five. Good idea. Justin Herbert. Let's put him at two. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, I'm going to give you Kirk Cousins. Four. Woohoo! It's one and four, my only op- options. I know. <laughs> you know who number five was? This is serious. Pat Mahomes. Number five was Daniel Jones. Oh, no. Let's go. <laughs> Daniel Jones, my number one quarterback. Let's go. I got to I gotta oh. be on the DJ train now. Well, but you I think Justin Herbert. Where'd you put Herbert at two? Yeah, Herbert's two. That's I good. think uh, Garoppolo, three. You gave me some some. Gutter finds. I mean, what do you get those at the thrift store? Jeez, Garoppolo, Davis Mills, Daniel Jones. Well, I knew, I knew you'd. I knew you had uh, had love for Garoppolo and Davis Mills. I'm not like love, but you you've you've been on the devil's advocate side for them before. So I was like, I thought I'd just throw those at you early. So if I had that list in front of me completely, right? Don't do Davis Mills at four and Daniel Jones at five. I will kick you off the show. Well, no. Let me re- read them back to me. Read them. Read the full list back to me. Justin Herbert be number one. Yep. Number two for me would be um, Kirk Cousins. Number three for me would be Jimmy G. Well, no, that's a lie. Okay, anyway, Jimmy G, Davis Mills, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, and Daniel Jones. So for me, it'd probably be 
Herbert, Garoppolo, Ooh. Cousins, Jones, and Mills. If I had the list in front of me. I do Herbert. Hmm, I think Cousins, Jones, and Garoppolo are interchangeable. I, I know that's stupid, but for me, that's how it is. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah, Who wins I, games? I, Who cares? Well, it, the NFL cares. That's how you win Super Bowls. You win games. He wins until he doesn't, to be fair. Hi, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll play the Aaron Rodgers role. He can't do everything. That's right. But yeah, he could probably hit Emmanuel Sanders with a pass though. But Jaquiski Tart yeah. should pick off the ball, and he has two Super Bowl appearances in three years. So, jerk. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it here for us on the AM Drive for this Monday show. I will not be here, but Sammy Action will hold it down in the temporary studio B tomorrow. Top five Tuesday MLB teams and Sammy and Mike are going to give you their top five moments in sports history. I'm going to have a list for that, too, as well. Good. Uh, and then, of course, when I return on Wednesday, we'll have grades for the rookie performances after two-ish weeks of the preseason. Um, but all that and more will come tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. Until then, make sure you're supporting the sponsors and supporting the socials. All of this stuff can be found at MikeAndAaronDrive.com, our YouTube, our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram that we never update. All of that stuff is found when you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com. All the logos are up at the top. And, of course, all our sponsors are in the tabs. Click DF, Vice Golf, Popple, Yahoo Fantasy Football, and more. So until next time when I see you, but Mike will see you tomorrow, that's Michael Carvelis. I'm Aaron Crouch. We will see you guys real soon. Enjoy your day. And, of course, as always, drive safe.